Welcome to In The Rising Podcast. My name is Bettina Brown, and this is the platform I've chosen to talk about living a life that's in alignment with your hopes, your dreams, and your goals, and walking away from things that don't help you rise up to the life you want to live and be the person you want to be. And now rising up means different things to all of us. It can be in a physical focus, an emotional focus, a mental health focus. But for all of us, we want to rise up to that challenge. And one of those ways to rise up is actually through poetry. And my guest today, Dr. James Cruz, who has his PhD in writing and literature, an MFA, a master's in fine arts and creative writing, and is a nationally recognized poet, has just put together a collection of poems, The Path to Kindness, that comes out April 12th, 2022, really focusing on small aspects that can add a little bit of glimmer, hope, salt of the life, salt of the earth to your life that really shows that it is in the small things that we become big things. So I'm really grateful for your time today and let's get into it. James, I am thrilled to have you on my podcast. You're a poet. I aspire to be a poet. I have written poetry. And so I love anything with words and how it makes us feel. And with your your recent book, a collection of poems, The Path to Kindness. Kindness is something that's a little bit more on my heart because we don't always share it, right? And um, I'm in the health field. We need as much kindness as we can gather. You're very accomplished with everything, but what gave you the drive to collect a poem set like this to, to put out into the world? Yeah. Well, it's it's been my mission for the last few years to really bring poetry to a mainstream audience. And not just that, but sort of like you're saying, to use poetry as a, a healing tool and a way to help us get in touch with what we're feeling or what we might be going through or what we need to rise up from. Um, and and I, I do believe that poetry is a really ideal kind of method to use in order to do this because it is born of deep feeling you know as a poet yourself i'm just going to call you a poet Bettina. as a poet yourself you know that it is it comes from deep feeling and it comes from i think being deeply present to a moment in time or a memory or a sensation image something that just strikes us that we feel the need to express And I really love poetry that I can understand and that I can relate to. And I really wanted to put together a collection that people could just pick up when they needed something uplifting, when they needed to maybe turn off the news for a few minutes, or even if they were in the waiting room or flying on a plane, just like something to occupy their attention beyond just the phones that we reach for or some of those other distractions. And it just felt like we really needed kindness um, more than ever right now, especially emerging from a pandemic and all the other stuff that's been going on in the world. Um, It just feels like I I wanted to create a place of safety and refuge for people to come and and just get in touch with themselves and then be reminded that being connected with each other is so essential. And I like that because there is so much going on in the world, right? And, And it's not that there never was a lot going on, but we can now access the information, not just in our own village, but every village. And it's overwhelming. And it can change our frame of reference to uh, everything's just gone to, to hell in the handbasket. Mm-hmm. What you also talk about in, in um, 
the book highlights from Danusha in the foreword that kindness is not sugar, but salt. And mm. for a moment, I was like, really? It's not. I, I thought it would be more <laughs> the sugar part, but I liked the description that the dash of salt gives the entire dish a new flavor. It's not, it's not a lot. You don't want to, if you over sugar, over salt, anything, it's too much, but it's just that little bit. What are your thoughts on that analogy? I think I had the same reaction when I read Danusha Lamaris's forward. Um, I was like, wait, is it? I, like, I want it to be sugar. Um, but it's true. I mean, in in baking recipes, cakes, or, you know, certain breads, like, you need that little bit of salt in the mix. And it works. It's magic. But too much salt in a cake or something you bake um, is, is going to just ruin the whole thing. And so... I think what she meant by that is is just to remind us that it doesn't really take much. And, you know, it's often like we think in order to be kind, we need to make these grand gestures. We need to, like if a family member is ailing, you know, step in and rescue them and take care of everything. And what I've discovered, and I think a lot of other people have found too, especially during the last couple of years, that we just want people to show up for us. We just want a smile or a wave, a few kind words from someone, a stranger in the checkout line or at the coffee shop. And it can just really go a long way toward making us feel more alive, more connected. And that little bit of warmth kind of reminds us of like, oh, you know, we are all capable of this. And like, I can give a little bit. I I think we're all fatigued right now. We're all sort of in this weird grieving process coming out of the pandemic and other personal pain. Um, But it, it just like that feels accessible to me, being able to smile and wave and do those small things, give that little dash of salt, as Tanisha said. That we're capable of, that we're not pulling from reserves that we may not even have right now. Mm Yeah. And the same is true. And I think this was important to me too, putting together this book, um, that the path to kindness is really through being kind to ourselves first. And it it just also takes that little bit of dash of kindness or self-care, self-compassion. And and we can recharge, you know, sometimes, like I am a meditator, I, I do like to meditate, although it's not always easy. And I don't always have time to do like the half an hour that I would prefer to do or something, you know, but sometimes 10, 15 minutes, even just sitting with a cup of tea and doing nothing else can be really restorative. And so that little bit of dash for ourselves is important too. Yeah. And what I like about your collection of poems is that we can connect um, to it. And, And somewhere was written here as well that most of us are waiting for the right moment, but sometimes the right moment is this one. Not when, you know, my partner is here, when the laundry's done, when the kids are there, but right now this, this moment is enough. And I, I think there's even a poem ode to enough <laughs> where everything just stays there. Yeah. And, and in this moment, there can be kindness and gratitude to yourself. And that's what you're talking about with that self love, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think especially with ourselves, we are so used to putting that last, like, oh, let me take care of these other people. Let me do all this other stuff, you know, and then you slowly discover the laundry is never going to be finally done. You know, there's always more to do. And with work, probably there's always more to do. Um, There's always more calling for your attention if you have a family or, or even, you know, just if you're alive, there's probably always going to be some demand on your time and attention. And so I think that old metaphor of 
putting on our oxygen masks in the plane before we help other people really applies to kindness as well. And that, that self-love piece too. Yeah, exactly. When you have it yourself, you have it to give. Yeah, absolutely. It creates this space inside of us that I think, you know, we feel more expansive. We feel able to take in things again and give things when we've given ourselves the gift of time and space. Yeah. You also, there's a quote by Dr. Martin Luther King in here, and I'm just going to tie out the end of it. It said, we are all tied in a garment of destiny. And then the way you word it, why not add some kindness to that garment? What do you feel like our garment of, of destiny is right now on the planet that you feel mm. like this, this book was really meant to, to help clean? What do you, what do you feel is the current? Mm. Well, you know, I think initially I kind of had this sense that coming out of the pandemic and, you know, the, the, the racial uprising and sort of the reckoning that was coming of that, that we would need some reminders of how to be kind to ourselves, each other again. Um, I, I think when I was picking the poems for the book, we were people were starting to fly on planes again, and you were hearing all these stories about people freaking out and being so mean to each other. Yeah. It's like, oh, we need reminders of, of why kindness is important. And I think beyond that, even, you know, like you said earlier, Bettina, that that we are so much more connected than we've ever been. And we have this constant access to news from all over the world, which means that a war in another part of the world is touching us more deeply than it ever has. And we have access to those images. And so um, I think that's why people are feeling so moved to support people that are halfway across the world is that more and more and more we're realizing that empathy is is key to our lives and that something that happens to one person even if they're a world away is happening to all of us Mm -hmm. and so dr king's quote is important the quote from maya angelou i think that starts the collection feels essential you know your legacy is every life you've ever touched basically you know that what we leave behind is all all the lives we've ever touched and, and that can be daunting and overwhelming sometimes, but I think just little by little, like just taking that hour by hour and day by day, if we remember that, then it's like, okay, you know, every little thing we do becomes part of that legacy. Yeah. And I, I work in healthcare and one of the people I worked with a few weeks ago, 90, 91 years old, and mm-hmm. literally said, Bettina. There is a time when all you have is to reflect on your life and whether it was wasted or not and who you impact. And I'm not always happy, he said to me, about how I lived my life. And so if we want to make a change, you start now, right? It's not when, but right now. And you have this beautiful collection. This is not your only collection. You know, it's, it's really, you have so much offer to offer. How can people learn more about you, learn more about the book, et cetera? Mm-hmm. Well, the book, The Path to Kindness is sold wherever you get your books. I usually encourage people to go through their local independent booksellers because they've been so supportive of these books and just the project of getting poetry out into the world. Um, I am on social media, so people can follow me on Instagram if they want lots of poems and, um, you know, the occasional photo of me in Vermont with the long winter. Um, And I'm on Facebook, so you can look me up there, Instagram. 
And then going to my website, jamescruz.net, um, there's a place, if you scroll down a bit, you can sign up for weekly poems and prompts, um, sometimes my own, oftentimes poems by other people. And I always try to share poems that feel timely and that can connect us more deeply with, with ourselves and each other. And, and of course, that people can understand. That's important yes, for me yes. too. Yeah. What, how would you describe what you're still rising up to? with your poetry and the impact you legacy that you'd like to leave to the world? Honestly, I feel like I'm still rising up to become the fullest expression of who I want to be in the world. And, you know, like a lot of people, probably it's taken me a while to, you know, inhabit myself as a poet and not be afraid to, um, share my work really generously with the world, both my own work and the work by other people that I love. And so I think I'm still rising up to um, that fullest expression and not being embarrassed or ashamed of my enthusiasms and passions and really just trying to, to just be open uh, and, and really unashamed about that with the world. That's beautiful. And I think we can all learn so much from just the way you live your life and the kindness that you are spreading. So thank you so much for rising in your own way and your own expression to, um, you know, leave an impact with so many other people. I really, I have it next to my bed, actually. <laughs> I was in it again last night. So thank you again so much for your time. Well, thank you, Bettina. And thank you for all that you're doing. And there are so many wonderful poems in here that if you just sit with those words, you feel better. You feel that there's kindness. And science is now backing up, and I have it in the show notes, that science is really backing up that poetry has been just as instrumental as music in helping raise our emotional well-being. And so whether that poem comes in the form of a book or if it comes in the form of rap music, it's poetry. And we can also allow that to just simmer into our bones. And thank you so much for spending time with me today. You know what? Time we cannot get back. And so I greatly appreciate it. And if you feel this podcast or this episode will value someone else's life, I encourage you to share it putting it into the hands and ears of those that can make a difference to maybe that small act of kindness that you are charged with today. And let's continue to be the salt of the earth and let's build one another up. Until next time. <laughs>